Hello. Good morning and happy Mental Health Awareness Week. I hope you're all doing super well. I'm up and on my walk in natural Oxfordshire. <laughs> and um, I'm just really excited to be sharing this week with you and spending a bit of time pushing myself and talking openly about mental health and everything. I was kind of slightly struggling to find the confidence to do this because I was sort of like, what right have I to talk about, you know, mental health and healing and all that when I'm, I would still consider myself in recovery at the moment. You know, I I don't feel fully healed yet. I don't feel like you know, I still have some really bad days and a few days ago I was having a bad day and I was like, oh my God, like next week, what am I going to do if if I'm still feeling awful? Am I just going to push through it and sort of put on a front? Like what what are you supposed to do with Mental Health Awareness Week if you're actually struggling? So as a person, I get super shy. This is one of the things I was like, I'll do it early because then no one will be around. But then I'm realising that um, people get up, apparently. (laughs) People, like, do get up. Because situation, um, I mean, I don't technically have to get up before I cook lunch. Um, There are two prayers in the morning that I usually go to. First is at 8.30, but... Recently, I because of actually trying to take it easier with my mental health, I haven't always gone to those. So anyway, I was saying about um, feeling a bit like a fraud, talking about mental health while not being utterly on top of it. And I just realised that's actually realistic. You know, I'm not super low. I'm not super happy. I just have bad days at the moment. And it's not actually necessarily to do with my anxiety or whatever it's actually to do with where we're at in the world as musicians in my life as a musician everyone's life as a musician and I'm realizing that and it's actually yeah quite quite humbling to be going through real life crap and struggling with my mental health through that as well so I'm just sort of struggling with the idea of change the idea of what next what do I really want to be? You know, I feel stuck at the moment in the position I'm in. I don't I don't really have any path forward, especially. I love what I'm doing online and stuff, but like how do I continue that whilst also being a cellist and wanting students, but then is that even gonna be a thing? And how do I, you know, build up a teaching class or whatever? with no money (laughs) so it's just all questions I'm asking myself and feeling a bit down about and another thing keep going keep going I, I think this is probably quite relatable for a lot of people I haven't practiced much in the last year let's be real since my exam since my end of undergrad recital I have to be totally honest, I've probably averaged uh, probably half an hour a day at absolute most. We don't really talk about numbers, it's alright. But um, some weeks I literally haven't played at all. Like I literally just have not touched it. And other weeks it's been more kind of like holistic cello practice. (laughs) 
and other weeks it's been more like dedicated and the difficulty with that is that I it's hard the label I give myself as a cellist even though I'm telling myself this year's a sabbatical this year's an off year it's okay it's still difficult because I'm like oh god what right have I got now to call myself a cellist or take any work because I don't feel like I've done enough during the lockdown I haven't been pushing myself I haven't been keeping on top of things and then the other day I had like an hour on YouTube looking at all my past videos oh my god there's another person I can't cope looking at all my past videos and um yeah I was watching them back and the talk I was giving myself about it I was just so depressed about in my mind like how rubbish I was when I when I was practicing loads I was like oh my gosh it's so out of tune it's so intense it's so forced you know how like how did you ever think that you should be a cellist like this is just so bad I was just like this is bad this is bad and that really sent me into like a kind of downward spiral of like negative talk like how can I be a cellist when it's this bad like oh my god I'm so embarrassed that these recordings exist and like taking those of my recordings down off the internet and just being like oh my god this is so awful compared to like other people but I just noticed what is that doing that talk like that is me as I was I can't change it now and it just really hit me that like this is a big part of a musician's mental health and something that every musician has is and and literally anyone quite frankly anyone that puts their work out there in any shape or form it's like uh, you are going to think you are rubbish and you are going to look back and over criticize and it's just tough man it's tough but I'm trying to hold myself to kinder kinder self-talk today it also got me thinking about the kind of mental issues <laughs> I sustained with being a full-time musician full-time intense practicing person <laughs> and you know I've struggled in the past with obsessions around food and exercise and I actually realized that a lot of this is very very similar to the obsession I had with practice you know I wouldn't be able to go to sleep unless I'd done a certain amount of practice otherwise I feel like I couldn't qualify myself as a musician and if I watched you know I get very triggered online you know if I watch somebody a professional playing amazingly a piece I was playing or any piece really on the cello I'd be like shit and I'd have this kind of ultra musician panic and I'd be like I have to go and prove to myself that like I am trying <laughs> so I'd have to like watch that and go back and try and practice and you know I get really kind of triggered online by exactly the same like numbers people's numbers of how much they practice people's kind of techniques of practicing because I'd be like oh my god I don't use any of these techniques I must be rubbish and it's so similar to how an eating disorder works it's like 
oh, you know, I, I haven't done this many steps today, so I need to go back and do more. Or, oh, you know, I, I've eaten too many calories, I have to go burn it off. Or, you know, oh, that person eats less calories than me, that person's at a lower weight than me. It's so competitive like that. It's literally really similar. And it's really occurred to me recently that this year for me has been letting go of the disordered practice mindset, the disordered musician mindset. Um, and part of kind of watching these recordings back is like, well, you're not happy with those and you were doing literally everything you could possibly do to make yourself a, a good musician. You, know, you were doing all the practice you could do. You know, and if that didn't really work for you, then is this to do with the musician you are or is this to do with the way you're seeing it? That's my thought for the day. I think it was to do with the way I was seeing it. And it's kind of like when you're recovering from an eating disorder. People talk about, you know, eventually you get to a point where you don't think about food and it becomes natural and you just don't really think about it and you just, you just, you know... <laughs> eat your cheese sandwich and enjoy yourself and it's actually kind of nuts because the other day I realized I intuitively had a day off practice without having to talk myself round saying oh it's okay you know you're allowed to it's fine I literally didn't think about the cello once the whole day I didn't think about how rubbish I was I didn't think about how behind I was it was nuts I was like and I wrote that down and I was like I didn't think about the cello today and it was great and it's not because I don't love it, it's because I'm letting go of this kind of inherent practice. Dis it is disordered. This disordered musician crap I've been giving myself for 10 years. <laughs> and it's the way we've been taught. You know, I'm not going to blame anybody, but it's it's the, the whole kind of creative person, insecurity, career crap. That is where it's come from and it's fine. And it takes time to let go of and yeah also just want to talk about sort of where you're at this week um it's if there's going to be a mental health awareness week that might relate to people i think it will be this one because to have your life completely turned upside down by anything is going to impact your mental health no matter how much equilibrium you can sustain and I think that's something important to recognise in ourselves is that we can all connect to mental health because we've all had our lives changed and if that hasn't impacted your mental health I think you're probably lying it doesn't mean that you have to be you know on the floor suicidal it's not about that it's about saying yes things inside me have changed my emotions are difficult to deal with because everything I knew isn't there anymore <laughs> that's kind of what it means I think this this week and coming back to kind of what I'm dealing with um I'm in this space actually with feeling down I've managed to cure pretty well actually I've managed to keep a hold on my OCD and anxiety in the last six months which has been a massive healing step and everything but I'm now in this place of feeling more down as I was saying about life and everything and I'm realising actually how sneaky that is 
because there's part of me that doesn't really want to stop feeling really really pissed off like really angry and grumpy and mad just at my life and anybody telling me any positive advice I'm just like oh my god you don't understand I'm like such a teenager I'm like you don't understand (laughs) things are rubbish and it's really caused me to like go into myself and just feel really rubbish but kind of not want to let go of feeling rubbish and I think that's okay to acknowledge mental health can be really complicated and I've always been in the space with anxiety and depression actually where I've just wanted the thing gone get out of my life it's been like that and now I'm experiencing it in a slightly more sneaky like wallowing way and it's not easy to get out of that either it's really not and especially when your whole life is upside down and you're wading through it (laughs) it's like yeah it's really difficult to let go of but I just yeah I just really hope that this has been a little bit helpful I am walking through the most beautiful spring green oh gosh I wish I knew what these trees were called it's a line of trees basically either side and the leaves are like the brightest green I've ever seen um it's very windy I hope it's actually been all right and that you could hear me um but I'm here with you this week whatever you're going through whether you're having an amazing time whether you're finding you are coming out of this and you are living life on high that's fine that's absolutely brilliant and if you're feeling literally the lowest you've ever felt in your life I hear you you know I've been there and it's easy to say you know it'll get better but I kind of think saying it'll get better in response to someone saying I'm at the lowest I've ever been slightly a bit of toxic positivity there so I'm not going to say that I'm going to say to you I've been there I hear you I've been there I send you every single bit of love in my entire being because it is agony and I understand and I love you to bits and my walk has been oh my gosh I really do feel like my brain has been a bit mush which I hope is hasn't come across too much um I've also met far more people than I want to as an introvert but that's all good but I hope this has been helpful sending you all my love and I can't wait to speak to you tomorrow